you're gonna lose everything. You won't come out of this. You're not smart enough. You're not bright enough. You waited too late, you should have started younger. Those are the kind of voices that we all live with. Those voices are the kind of voices that stop you from buying into your own life. Sometimes the thing that's holding you back is all in your head. Some of you right now, you don't have what God wants you to have. It is no secret that many of us are weighed down right now by uh, some chronic fears or worries, negative thoughts that can maybe cause you, they just run away with you at night and they spiral and, and there's this anxious or toxic thinking. We even believe the lies of our enemy, Lucifer. You're not good enough. You'll never change. You'll never measure up. Flat-out falsehoods that the devil designed to hold you hostage and keep you from the freedom and power that's your birthright as a son or daughter of God. The enemy's main tools are deception and lies. Your mind is the bullseye of his target. If he can control your thinking, he can control your life. You can't stop negative thoughts from coming, but here's the key. Just because a thought comes doesn't mean you have to think it. You control the doorway to your mind. Ask yourself, where is this thought coming from? If it's not positive, hopeful, encouraging, it's not from God. That's the enemy doing what he does best, trying to plant negative seeds, fearful seeds, inferior seeds. God said here in Isaiah, if you'll keep your mind stayed on me, I will keep you in perfect peace. What is your mind stayed on? What are you dwelling on throughout the day? How many of you know that it's very, very important that we make every effort that we can to be positive in life? Some people, to be honest, you could solve all your problems if you would just change from being negative to positive. The right approach is, yes, there's a lot of uncertainty. I don't know how it's all going to turn out, but God, I know you're my provider. Just as you take care of the birds of the air, feed and clothe them, you're going to take care of me. Instead of keeping your mind stayed on your problems, stayed on the news, stayed on doubt, stayed on worry, keep it stayed on what God promised you. And what we've discovered is that most of life's battles are won or lost in your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. And as a Christian, you have a choice. You can believe Satan's lies to you, or you can believe God's truth about you. And the enemy always has some sort of tool or memory or situation that he uses to terrify you, even though the, the good times are here and, and, and the dream is there and the blessing is there and the goodness is there. But there's always this haunting, nagging defiance that says, don't you relax. You're not worth it. You don't deserve it. And it's not going to last because everything else went away. Maybe this will go away too. We talk about faith for bad times, but, but you also need faith in good times to actually believe the goodness of God is not going anywhere. 
to silence the voices that keep saying you'll never make it. You're about to lose everything. Fear gets in your heart. You can change your outcome, but you have to stop talking to yourself the way you do. Because if you continue to talk to yourself the way you do, you will always be where you've always been. It is what you say within yourself that heals you. You see those voices that say what you can't do, what you can't have, what you can't be, what's not going to last, what's not going to work, is how the enemy pulverizes the promises of God in your life. To talk back to those voices shuts the enemy down. The pressure I was going through, I was causing. Because the pressure I was going through was coming from the things that I allowed to reverberate in my head. And I'm wondering if there are things echoing in your head right now that are stopping you from living your best life because you will not silence them by speaking back. Many times the problems that we think we have with our lives are actually problems with our thoughts. Proverbs 4.23 says you've got to carefully guard your thoughts because they are the source of true life. You are the narrator of your life. So we have to fix our thoughts. We have to fix our thoughts. Jesus wants to change your pattern of thinking and give you a new pattern, amen? That's why Romans 12, two says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So it's about the pattern. If you think negative thoughts, you'll become a negative person. You will likely find whatever you fix your focus on. If you decide to look for what's good in life, you'll find the good. If you decide to always look for what's bad about any given situation, you'll find the bad. And if you don't decide in advance to fill your brain with godly positive thoughts, your human nature will be more than happy to revert to its default setting, which is looking for what's negative. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5, it says, we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Listen, your thoughts are not in control of you. You are in control of your thoughts. You cannot have an obedient life without having an obedient thought life. I mean, I was a Christian for many, many, many years and loved God and couldn't figure out why I just kept having so many problems. And I I didn't understand this stuff about the mind. I just thought that I couldn't help what I thought. I can't help what I think. And I didn't have any idea that I could cast down wrong thoughts or I could shut my mind against thoughts, that I didn't have to just receive everything that fell into my head and just take it as my own and roll it over and over and over in my mind. Your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. In other words, what you tend to think about comes out in your life. In fact, the wisest guy in the Bible, Solomon, in Proverbs 23, described it this way. He said, for as a person thinks in his heart, so is he. In other words, what do we know? The life you have is often a reflection of the thoughts you think. 
The life you have is a, is a reflection of the thoughts you think. What you think determines who you become. In other words, if you think you can't do something, guess what? You probably won't, right? If you think you can, by God's grace, you probably will try, or at least you will try. If you fixate only on your problems, you get up and you say, man, the world is bad. It's going to hell in a handbasket. Life is hopeless. Guess what? You will get overwhelmed by eight o'clock in the morning. But instead, if you actually renew yourself in the Holy Spirit, renew, saturate your brain in Scripture, if you believe with faith, no, 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 whatever comes today, it can be hard, but I can tap into God's strength. God has good stored up for me, good works he's planned in advance. You will actually discover some solutions, and you're going to watch your faith grow. See, if you always feel like you're a victim of your circumstances, guess what? You will probably live like a victim for most of your life. But if you actually take the truth of God and say, no, 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 I'm not a victim. I'm actually more than a conqueror by the love and power of Christ that work within me. You can overcome anything. The truth is the life you lead is a reflection of the thoughts you think. Thoughts shape action. Action shapes behavior. Behavior shapes your destiny. Get your mind going in the right direction and your life will go in the right direction. You're going to draw in what you're constantly thinking about. If you're thinking, can't do it, thoughts, I'm not enough, this problem's too big, you're drawing in defeat. That's making you weaker, your gifts are being pushed down, your faith is being diminished. How much further will you go? How much happier will you live? How much more of God's favor will you see if you'll guard your mind, if you'll be selective in what you're dwelling on, if you'll keep it stayed on Him? There are lies that the devil actually peddles to you all the time. Do you ever find yourself thinking, you know, I, I, I just can't change, you know? Even if I try, I'll always be overweight. My family's always struggle with that. Or, or we'll always be in debt, you know? My family, we're just not good with money. Or marriage, like I'm just, you know, it's just... <laughs> She's never going to change. I'm no good at relationships. You know, whenever I start to grow close, I do something to screw it up. In fact, I'm a screw up, you know? I can't believe God would care about somebody like me. Listen to me. That's the voice of your enemy. He's waging war on the battlefield of your mind to keep you captive. You know what Jesus called Satan? A liar and a punk. Listen to this. He said, there is no truth in him. When he lies, this is the devil, he speaks his native language for he is what? A liar and the father of lies. In other words, he gives birth to lies all the time. So understand, Satan is an enemy and he's always looking for a place in your mind where you may agree with a falsehood that is not true. The devil will get you on either side. His whole strategy is to get you to buy into something that is untrue about God or yourself to lead you away from God's freedom and healing and purpose for your life. Everything with the devil is ever and never. It's never going to change and it's always going to be that way. His favorite thing is to tell you how no good you are. And how all you do is make mistakes and how your life is over and you're never gonna get over your past and nobody cares about you and you're not gonna get the job and you're not gonna get the raise and you'll never have a new car. And before long, whatever thoughts you've been repeating, that's your default thinking. And if it's negative, it creates, guess what? A stronghold. Because if you believe a lie for long enough and your mind starts to act, well, this, this lie is true, you get stuck in a rut. I want you to imagine this. You, you guys see how this works? If, if you walked out in your front yard and you walked across your lawn in a certain pattern for 100 days straight, same line, same path to your car, thousands of steps, what do you think is going to happen to your lawn, right? You're going to create a pathway in your yard. Same thing. If you think on a lie 
for 100 days straight, you will start to believe the lie and it will create this neural pathway for your brain just to run off with it. You can call it stinking thinking. <laughs> it's where lies get lodged in your mind and they create this stronghold you can't change. But with God's help, we're going to renew our minds like Paul says. We're going to actually stay off that old path. And you know what actually happens, by the way? If you stay off your lawn for 100 days, what happens? The grass grows back. I'm going to put a new pathway in my brain towards God's truth. Paul says, do not conform to the what? Pattern of this world. You could translate that. Don't be conformed to the pathways of the world. These wrong patterns of thinking. But be transformed by what? Renewing of your mind. Paul's like, stay off that destructive, negative pathways of lies and replace it for God's truth. Here's a simple principle. When a negative thought comes, erase it and replace it. It's not enough to just not think negative because once you dismiss it, once you make that decision, I'm not dwelling on that. I'm not letting that worry in. That's good. The problem is it'll come back in a few seconds. Once you erase the negative, replace it with a positive thought. Don't leave your mind empty. The thought comes, nothing good's in your future. Dismiss it. Don't give it the time of day. Then take the next step. Father, you promised the path of the righteous. My path is getting brighter and brighter. You said my latter days will be better than my former days. When the thoughts come, this problem's too big. The opposition too strong. You'll never get past it. You can let that play and live defeated, discouraged, intimidated, or you can replace it with what God says. Father, you said when the enemy comes against me one way, you would defeat them and cause them to flee seven different ways. And yes, this may be too big for me, but I know it's not too big for you. Maybe you're here and you think, you know, I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm not enough. My family wasn't enough. I, I'm not a good enough parent or I, 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 I can never get it all done. And you're going to take the truth of God that says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me what? Strength. Even when I'm weak, that's when Christ is at his strongest. Maybe you feel like I'll, I'll never be attractive enough. I don't like the way I look. No, 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 no. You are beautifully and fearfully and wonderfully made by the grace of God. He's given you beautiful gifts to make a difference in this world. Maybe you're like, I, I, Tim, I'm just always going to be miserable. I'm always going to feel depressed. No, no, no. The joy of the Lord can be your strength. The moment the liar whispers to you, you're going to be alone. I'm never alone. Christ has promised, Jesus will never leave me, never forsake me. The devil whispers, no, no, no. You're nothing but a victim. No, 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 no. God's word says, I am more than a conqueror through Christ who loved me and gave himself up for me. Amen? You have to declare war. I am not who others say I am. I'm not even who my own lion mind says I am. I am who God says I am. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. You cannot have a positive life when you have a negative, fear-filled mind. What comes into your mind comes out in your life. And so Paul says, take it captive. Every thought, capture that lie. Name it. I forbid you entry. Remove it and replace it with the truth of God. And by the power of God, you will break that stronghold. Because Jesus holds the key that sets every prisoner free. Amen?